Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My welcome. name. Up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Introductions. My name is Harrison. I'm Kayla. And here we are. So, <laughs> this podcast came to us in the middle of the night while we were both asleep at the same time in different cities in the same country on earth. That's not true. It could be true. Potentially. It's not, though. So we decided to create a podcast wherein we talk about cinema and various other things because we're both failed <laughs> recovering addicts of <laughs> cinema. <laughs> so we are both artists, educators, and activists who share an experience in film school. And no longer make films. Nope. So here we are to talk about some movies that we like or hate. <laughs> we still watch movies even though the horrors of film school have turned us both into teachers. Mm-hmm. And not film teachers. Well, you kind of. Sort of. Not me. I teach science. I teach the joy of life. <laughs> That's I not true. I teach I teach the perils of life. <laughs> So, we're going to kick this off. We have chosen the first movie. Which I'm really excited about, personally. And I am ambivalent about. <laughs> and that is because it is Harry Potter. And the Sorcerer's Stone. Right. Harrison, do you know why it's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? No. Well, <laughs> the answer... <laughs> so when J.K. Rowling originally wrote it, it was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And when they released it in America, the publisher was like, no one in America is going to buy anything with the word philosopher in it. Which is true. Because we're dumb. And because we just don't have time for that kind of stuff. Okay. We just don't have time. Fair and enough. And so it's Sorcerer's Stone now. Is the book called Sorcerer's Stone? Yes, but only in America. Interesting. I did not know that. It's called Philosopher's Stone. And the movie's called Philosopher's Stone everywhere else, too. Meaning that this movie we watched last night, they had to shoot every time they say Sorcerer's Stone, they would have had to have shot it twice. They would have had to or they did? I think they, they would have had to. Like, little baby Daniel Radcliffe was like, Snape's trying to steal the Philosopher's Stone. Cut. Action. Snape's trying to steal the Sorcerer's Stone for the Americans. <laughs> this is truly the magic of cinema. Truly. Truly, truly. Um, Only with a movie with this budget could you afford to do it. Multiple takes of every single sentence that includes that phrase. Uh, digital filmmaking really is the <laughs> miracle of this. Actually, I think they shot it on film. But it doesn't matter. Well, the CGI looks just great. Chris Columbus, who is unfortunately named, directed this one and the next one. And there's a couple of interesting tidbits about it, including that the CGI looks like a first-year Kinetic Imaging student did it no in offense. 10 minutes. No offense. To no, like a first year. <laughs> I love Kinetic Imaging. They know what I'm talking about out there. VCU. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to VCU. <laughs> All right. So, thoughts on the movie. Hmm. Harrison, how do you feel about the sorting hat? Because you seemed disturbed by it last night. I wasn't so much disturbed. 
There's a lot of questions I have about this <laughs> yes. movie. But let me start off by saying uh-huh. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. Which is sad. Simply because of Argus Filch. <laughs> That's not true. Harrison <laughs> loves Filch. He would not shut up about him last night during that movie. He sees himself in him. Mrs. Norris, hashtag Filtrox. I'm more the cat. Who's the cat? What's his name? Mrs. Norris. It's Mrs. a girl. Mrs. Norris. Okay. Thanks for misgendering this cat. Oh, God damn it. We're <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> we don't have to read this article, but um, Harrison, can you please talk about why you don't like Harry Potter a little bit more mm, truthfully? <laughs> well, if I'm being candid, <laughs> I really just don't like wizardry. Um, what? That's not true. Yeah, I guess you're right. Is this your Gmail? Sure. Okay. Uh... I don't have strong feelings towards Harry Potter. I just think that the hysteria surrounding it, I don't trust it. What, could, what do you mean hysteria? I just, it has a theme park. I don't know. It, it just doesn't really a little, have a... It has a part of a, a pre-existing... It is owned, I think, by Disney. No, it's not because it's Universal. Mm. It's Warner Brothers. So I also have this just like general disdain is the wrong word hmm I have a hard time enjoying films and this is only really the last one but that are turned into multiple films simply for the sake of money because I don't think that the last film needed to be two movies similar to how I don't think The Hobbit needed to be three movies well I can't defend The Hobbit but I will say that the Harry Potter books are enormous and as a Harry Potter fan I liked that they split it up I don't think Deathly Hallows needed to be maybe Order of the Phoenix or Goblet of Fire but the theory of it I think is sound because you get more of that stuff from the books that you want that's true I guess wait wait, I don't know they're also so old by the end of the series that I just don't believe Mm-hmm. It's the same problem with any, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or Chronicles of Narnia, or whatever. Like, by the time we're at the end of the series, the actors are so old, and that's not really anything they could have prevented, but I think if they, if they only had the foresight to know <laughs> that they should have made all of the movies in two years. Well, I'm kind of glad they didn't, because he's, Harry Potter is 17 in Deathly Hallows. But how old was Daniel Radcliffe in that movie? I don't know. That I don't know. 30. What a handsome man. Uh, Harrison, what year were you born in? Which of these? You don't have to say it, but which one of these? It's important. This one? Interesting. So what A muggle never tells. <laughs> so what we're doing here is um, Harrison likes to claim he's a Slytherin, despite the fact of also being someone who says he doesn't like Harry Potter. But he still knows his Hogwarts like house. Snicks. And... I said that he cannot possibly be a Slytherin until Pottermore says he's a Slytherin. So... Are you so excited that our first episode is about Harry Potter? Yes! I'm stupid excited. I never explained that. So Harrison is ambivalent about Harry Potter, and he's not saying the real reason. The real reason is because he thinks it's a Jesus allegory, which it is not. I love Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter so much. I've read all the books about 50,000 times. I have a Harry Potter tattoo and with plans for more. And I can't read, so I've only seen the movies. <laughs> you said you had read... Did I you? read the first four. Yeah, when you were like a kid? Yes. Yeah. Let me just say, also, as someone who said that thing about <laughs> the Christians, 
Um, I also like... That was the Pottermore email confirmation, which um, I'm going to confirm for you. Oh, my God. You used my real email address. They're not going to send you anything. I, they're not. Trust okay. me. Um, I grew up with the Chronicles of Narnia, which I love very much. Which, which is, is like... impossible to deny the Christian allegory. I was just about to say. But that's I not fair. But I appreciate that they were not... I don't know that if C.S. Lewis were alive, he would have done what J.K. Rowling did with the movies. J.K. Rowling was just a consultant. It's not like she did it. It was Warner Brothers. That's true. God, I just hate I hate capitalism. No, Harrison is just <laughs> like how I was in the fourth grade. When so, and this is a true story. In Tell fourth it. grade, in Culpeper, a friend of mine was like, Kayla, you like witchy stuff. You should read Harry Potter. And little baby Kayla was like, I don't like things that are popular. Uh, and so, uh, and I refused to read it forever. And then eventually I did, and that girl was right. It was Ellen. If you're out there, Ellen, thank you. Damn you, Ellen. <laughs> and she was right, and I loved it. And then, from then on, I went to every single book release dressed up as a character. That's cool. And, like, partied all night and had a great time. I do like, I do like the sort of fan involvement aspect, I guess. I don't know. Harrison likes the ha- fan fiction, but not the books. Yeah, classic situation. <laughs> okay, yay, oh my gosh. Okay, so we're all verified. No, I don't want the dictionary definition of the word house. Okay, Harrison, I assume you don't want to okay. read the story by J.K. Rowling. No. Okay, well, that's um, But let's, do, so, did we explain what this is? Yeah. Well, okay, so, listeners, uh, Pottermore is J.K. Rowling's official Harry Potter site, and on it, once you sign up, you can take quizzes that tell you things about your would-be wizarding life. So. So this is like tarot except a children's book uh, sure okay. it's really more like a buzzfeed personality quiz so it's super reliable <laughs> <laughs> well no okay yes no and also let me explain if for some godforsaken reason you don't know anything about harry potter it's a school first of all watch the entire first movie and read the entire first book before even listening to this podcast because that's what we did just, yeah just that's kidding. true well i recently reread the book anyway um in, I guess in boarding schools, they have, like, houses. Okay. Which means they have, like, little clubs, and that's where they... That's all the people... Like, in middle school, when you have a team... Mm. Like, I'm a middle school teacher, middle school. and I have an animal that means my team, and all the kids who are my animal go to classes together. Okay. But it's also a boarding school thing, where then you also live in a dormitory with the other people. Okay. So in Harry Potter, there are four houses... Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. What's up with Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff is for people who are brave and hardworking. And they really But they get, always get the short end of the They stick. get the, sh- the shaft in this series. The only good Hufflepuff that you really get to know, in if, terms of, like, notable Hufflepuffs. If John Mellencamp made a song about <laughs> one of them, which would it be? Cedric Diggory. No, I mean, which house? Oh, John Huffle- Mellencamp? Yeah. Probably would, Hufflepuff. Yeah, it would be Hufflepuff. Okay. But Cedric Diggory. So if y'all like John Mellencamp, mm-hmm. you're going to like Hufflepuff. That's what <laughs> I'm trying to get at. My point, though, because if I can complain about Harry Potter for a second, as well as you. Please. Cedric Diggory is the only Hufflepuff you ever get to know, and he gets shit all over during The Cursed Child, the eighth Harry Potter book. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see. And Wait, there's, there's an the eighth. seventh book, but the eighth movie? No. No. There's Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. It's technically a play, and you can read the... Read the play. J.K. Rowling didn't write it, but she approved it. Okay. A bunch of dudes wrote it, and the dudes fucked 
with Yawn. Cedric Diggory. And some of you may be thinking, but Cedric Diggory dies in the fourth book. Yes, he did, but they still managed to drag his I name around. About that. So anyway, read The Cursed Child if you're interested in like also, being upset. Spoiler alert. But Sorry. Honestly. But you don't know the context. Yeah, true. Anywho, and so it's pretty old at this point. So. Hufflepuff is loyal and hardworking kids. Kiddos. Kiddo badidos. John Millencamp. I read an article once that said most Harry Potter fans, period, are Hufflepuffs. Because we're just warm, fuzzy people. Hmm, that's interesting. Yes. And then there's Ravenclaw. That's for the book smart and okay. the studious. Why isn't um, Hermione in that? Actually, that's a fun question. So... <laughs> Do go on. It's implied that the four kind of main characters of Harry Potter, which is Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, and Neville Longbottom, all kind of represent the different houses, but end up in Gryffindor anyway. Neville wasn't really featured in this film. No, he wasn't. But he the idea is that he could have been in Hufflepuff, but he's in Gryffindor. Ron is the only true Gryffindor. Harry could have been in Slytherin, but chose Gryffindor. Oh. And Hermione could have been in Ravenclaw. Why did Harry Potter get to choose? Uh, because the Sorting Hat takes that into account. Oh. Yeah. The Sorting Hat doesn't want you to be unhappy, Harrison. I see. It just wants you to know your destiny. Okay, so here it comes. Let's sort. Oh, my, I forgot to say. Gryffindors hat. are brave and Slytherins are cunning and ambitious. Harrison thinks he's a Slytherin because Slytherin's mascot is a snake. But also because they're sneaky. I, I mean, yeah. Also, we like to sing a lot. Also, for the record, I'm a Gryffindor. Very, very proudly a Gryffindor. Both old Pottermore tests and new... Pottermore test. Oh my god, there's levels to this. Well, no, I mean, they're the beta Pottermore. Oh, I was a Gryffindor, okay. and then they relaunched. Oh, wait, is this the theme park? Is this tied into the theme no, park? No, no, it's not tied into... Why are you so obsessed with it? No. Okay, so here's how <laughs> I like it entertainment. Okay, so basically, Harrison, they're going to get a series of questions. Sorry, that was probably a horrible noise. Harrison, you're going to get a series of questions, and you just have to answer them, and you need to, like, don't think about it too much. So the first one... I think one, I have a predisposition because I want to be Slytherin. The first... I Okay, yeah, that's true. This first one is Moon or Stars. So you have to you scroll down or click down. It's really set mm. up for tablets, which is stupid. A troll has gone berserk in the headmaster's study at Hogwarts. It's about to smash, crush, and tear several irreplaceable items and treasures. In which order would you rescue these objects from the Trolls Club if you could? So... This is thorough. This is going to be more confusing because there's so many different options. But let me just tell you... So one is a cure for a disease called dragon pox. One of the items is student records. And then the other one is a book of runes. And that's basically it. So you just have to decide what's the most important thing of those three things. Same again? There's a cure for a disease, dragon pox. There's student records, like Hogwarts student records, like their permanent records. Okay. And then there's a book of runes, like a book of symbols, and you don't know what it is. So to you, which one of those is the most needed to be saved? I would say the disease one. And then what? Oh, I have to put them in order? Yeah. Uh, the disease, the runes, the student records. Yeah, so scroll down until you see the one that goes dragon pox, runes, records. This one. Boom! If you could have any power, which would you choose? The power to read minds? The power of invisibility? The power of superhuman strength, the power to speak to animals, the power to change the past, or the power to change your appearance at will. I think I would do invisibility because honestly, I think it would be awesome to read minds, but like Professor X, so I don't want to like know what everyone's thinking. Yeah, that doesn't seem nice. 
Four goblets are placed before you. Which would you choose to drink? So this one kind of seems weird, but basically they just describe weird things that you probably wouldn't want to drink. Which one would you drink, though? The frothy well, I like one? like foamy, frothy things. Smooth and thick doesn't sound good. Golden, Golden liquid. liquid? It hurts the eye. I mean, like it would like be dry. Oh, wait, here it is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is clearly the Slytherin answer. The mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink. That sounds great. Okay. Ooh, we talked about this watching the movie. So Harrison was like, what's up with they get to bring pets? I didn't see a cat in the first movie, P.S. There, well, Hermione has a cat, but yeah, it's not really in the first movie. But she has one. Its name is Crookshanks. So if, Harrison, you went to Hogwarts, what pet would you want? There's the different kind of cats. Oh my god, I already know. The different kinds of owls and the different kinds of toads. Well, I don't want either of those, so it's going to be a cat. I want to... There is, there's no Siamese cat. Or, um... Sphinx. Sphinx, that's what I meant. There is a Siamese cat. For those of you who are not aware, I have two Sphinx cats. I'm going to pick... My intuition says black cat, but I think I need to say Siamese cat. Boom. Which nightmare would frighten you most? Standing on top of something very high. Oh. An eye at the keyhole of the dark windowless room in which you are locked. I don't like that. Waking up to find neither your friends nor your family have any idea who you are. Being forced to speak in such a silly voice that everyone laughs at you. Oh my god. Definitely waking up to find out neither your friends or family have any idea where you are. Which nice try, J.K. Rowling. But that's a movie. What? Called. Yes. The Light of the Navigator. Next. <laughs> Which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary. Ignorant. Cowardly. Selfish. So this is actually pretty obviously which house is which question. Just saying. I would say ignorant. Okay. That's a very Ravenclaw answer of you. Left or right? Just do it! Mm, left. Holy Slytherin! Shit, here we are. All right, so I can officially call you a Slytherin now. <laughs> I'm actually a little surprised because normally, if I'm very sure about someone, I'm wrong. What did you think I was? No, I thought you were a Slytherin, but oh. like, I I have a thing I like to do, and anyone listening who's a friend of mine can tell you that when I go to a bar with you, like maybe two drinks in, I'm gonna ask you what your Hogwarts house is. You've done this to me. Yeah, and if you <laughs> and if you don't know it, I'm gonna sign you up on Pottermore, and you're gonna figure it out. Oh, and normally, this literally just happened. Yeah. Wow. Um, Full circle. Literally, <laughs> normally, if I'm very strong, like, oh my god, you're such a Hufflepuff, you're such a Hufflepuff, oh my god, then they're not gonna be a Hufflepuff. So I'm pleased to see that I was right about you being a Slytherin. I'm gonna take a screen cap, so I can prove it. And then you can you can learn more about your house. So Harrison, as a Slytherin, you have some traits, and Ooh. this is whoa. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> Let's see. Who the hell is Gemma Farley? Uh, a character that doesn't exist. She's delighted though to welcome you to Slytherin House, and you have the serpent as your mascot it is the wisest of creatures and the colors of your house are green and silver it's in the dungeons your windows look out into the lake oh my god yes uh and yeah so basically let's see you've heard the rumors about slytherin house that you're all into the dark arts and only talk to you if your great-grandfather was a famous wizard wizard blah 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 wow look at all this Unimportant information, like how Merlin was a Slytherin. That's kind of interesting, but Whoa, not really. that's cool. Merlin's chill. I'm down with Mer. <laughs> um, people are going to think you're a dark wizard. Which I am. But actually, you just have the seeds of greatness. You were chosen by this house because you've got the potential to be great in the true sense of the word. 
You might see a couple people hanging around the common room who you might not think are destined for anything special, but keep that to yourself. Salarians aren't rude, Harrison. So things like that. This is so me. This is very long. Oh, and your house ghost is the Bloody Baron. Ooh, I like that. He's the only one that can keep the mischievous poltergeist peeves at bay. I see. Who's not in the movies. Sad. What a letdown. Yes, it is. So now that we know that you're a Slytherin, I want to reiterate that I'm a proud Gryffindor. And it says right here that they Slytherin and Gryffindor prize the same kind of students, but we're similar, but we don't like to cozy up. That's simply not true about so, us. So, we just hate each other now. Now yeah. that it's official. Well. You're basically Jacob Malfoy and I'm Harry Potter. I just want to let you know that. Oh, damn. I have good hair. <laughs> <laughs> I do, a, too. You have a cool scar. Thank uh, you. I wouldn't say your hair is great, but I like well. your scar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. You have cool glasses, too, though. I do have cool glasses. I made Michael buy Harry Potter glasses the other day. That's Michael adorable. is my boyfriend, and we went to a Arrested Development costume party amazing and he was to buy his fume k and i made him spend more money on the harry potter glasses because i wanted them was he a never nude yeah he was wearing the jean cut off so it was nice. amazing so beautiful. now that we can officially move on as a slytherin in a gryffindor this Har- is will be this will be the basis of every movie that we analyze yes <laughs> <laughs> can you can you maybe give me your as someone who's not really a harry potter fan i want to know your 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 feelings now that we've finished watching harry potter and the sorcerer's stone my feelings regarding the film, the f- mm-hmm. it's or the franchise. Well, the film the in fr- general. The film in general. I'm pretty happy about the film. I think it was a good fantasy film. But here's this thing that I'll say about that. Yes. I, similar to Game of Thrones, it's hard for me to get into anything that is medieval. It's not medieval. It's modern. It takes place in the 90s. It does, but it feels very medieval. I mean, the castle is pretty medieval. Hmm. I also, yes. though, I will agree with you. I'm actually not really a fantasy person. Harry Potter is like the only kind of real fantasy thing I like. I like witchy stuff, but I don't like Game of Thrones. I don't like Lord of the Rings. I am going to try to watch Game of Thrones. That's Basically everyone I know loves that show. Yeah. Everyone tells me that I'll love it once I watch it, which as you've seen with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. takes years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll wait for Game of Thrones to be over for several years, and then I'll watch it all in, like, a week. That's me right there. Yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast. Yep. So, if you like waiting on things for years <laughs> to be analyzed, and then spoiler alerts for things that you've probably seen 17 times, you're in the right place. Yay! Um, what else about the film? Um, I was a little bit... and This happened to me when I reread the book, and then just last night rewatching the movie... That they are eleven years old in this. Yeah, they face a lot of dangerous things, and I don't know that anyone adequately acknowledges that. Yeah, I do think that there, Ron could have been beat up a little more. <laughs> that is the opposite <laughs> of what I'm saying. Like when they just like as a general, the, I mean, like the, the chess s- game. I feel like it didn't feel like he was really. Well, it's more like he just fell off. Right, but he was like immediately... In the book, he gets clobbered. Catatonic. Okay, yeah, see, I would have preferred that. Yeah. Not that and I advocate the beating of children, but... Well, no, but like, so for example, everyone's really afraid when the troll gets led into the hog- into Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. But then when they find the three kids there, I feel like, as a teacher, you would immediately get the kids the hell out of that room. Right. And then reprimand them and assign and, yeah. did, you know, like just standing next to that troll, being like, 
you're lucky you survived. It would be more like, oh my god, we have to call your parents. You almost died. Except for Harry, he doesn't have parents. You know. Yeah. Also, I feel like... And we have to fill out forms and let the Department of Education know and things like that. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> have our job at risk. Yes. Um, so, I think that they did... What I will say is, just having watched the rest of the movies, mm-hmm. not recently, but when they came out. Yes. Um, I, do, I do like the way they set up Snape. I think it does a good job of making you question whether or not you trust his intentions. Yeah, which is true of the books pretty... It is funny how the way they're, the kid actors are acting in this movie, and they're like, it's Snape! Yeah. And that's pretty funny. Even is that in the book? Yeah, they suspect okay. Snape. They always do. I mean, I haven't read the book since even it came out. Even though over and over and literally over again, it's proven that it's not ever Snape. They yeah. still continue to assume it's him for the rest of their lives, I would assume. Even after, spoiler alert, he dies, grown Harry Potter so what is you're probably is, blaming Snape for even stuff. Even though... So they just believed it to be true. Mm-hmm. They know in their heart it's true that Snape is the bad guy. Because you know what it is? Original sin. And you find this out in the... <laughs> it's original <laughs> sin. It's the snake and the apple. It's a Christian allegory. Yeah, it's a, no, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> no, okay. Just really quickly, though. <laughs> the idea is that Snape and Harry Potter's father were like enemies. And at first you're like, oh, okay, that's why he's evil. But then you find out that like Harry Potter's father was a dick. Like, he was the bully. It wasn't Snape. Snape movie, was, like, the victim. In the mo- in the books, too. Wow, plot twist. So does I he know. hate his dad by the end of it? He's just sort of like, well, wait a minute. My dad sucked. It gives him a, a, a new perspective on Snape. Which is important. Yeah. Because it humanizes... It humanizes his parents. His like, parents, even though they're... Which he never knew, which is even more complicated. Which are very saint-like in his head because right. he's never known them. So very... And see how deep it is? It's so deep. Harry Potter's so great. What a great thing. That it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't like it, because I did enjoy it, but I felt like it's one of those movies that I can see, I can see why coming of age it would be important for a kid to have. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I Aww. feel like I would have appreciated it more as a kid. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you read it? I don't know. When did it come out? Well, I want to say, like, the first three came out somewhere in the millennium time like 1999 2000 yeah i mean i never like i know people who like were in line to buy it mm-hmm. which was not me but i'm pretty sure the fourth one came out when i was in like sixth grade so that would have been 2000 yeah okay i think something like that i like how we could look it up but i don't want to yeah it's better to just speculate you know? it is it truly is um yeah, I feel like I, I enjoyed the first book. I read the first three. I mean, I also wasn't, like, admittedly, I wasn't a big reader mm. ever. So I think probably I just, my interest kind of feigned because I was like, this is a lot of work. It, it is, it's, it's very <laughs> With long. very little reward. I just drove back from Wisconsin visiting my sister. Audiobook? And I listened to the audiobook. Mm. I only got barely halfway through Goblet of Fire. Is that the second one? That's the fourth one. Okay. And oh, are they very short? No, they're very long. That's what I'm pages? saying. So, like, we, uh, how, how many hours were each audiobook? Uh, twenty hours was how long Goblet of Fire was supposed to take. Wow, and that with, is long. And with stopping and like occasionally checking the radio, I only got like halfway through driving back from Wisconsin to Virginia. Damn. Yeah. Luckily, I know what happens. Yeah, there is no letdown. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, Harrison, are the rest of our podcast going to be about us watching the other Harry Potter movies? No, I'm afraid not. Oh. I think we will. We should revisit later. Yay! And use this as a stepping stone moving forward. Yay! Because also, there's a lot of Harry Potters. There's so many! But, I was into it. Yeah. It's pretty good. We should have a rating system. Yes, that's like, a good idea. I think one through five. How about that? But I think it should be like five Harrisons out of five Harrisons, and then I will give one that's so many Kaylas out of Kaylas. Okay. So Harrison, wh- how many Harrisons do you give this movie? So I, out of what, though? Do five Harrisons. Okay, out of five Harrisons, I give this movie... <laughs> hmm... Easily three, maybe four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say three to be safe. Three Harrisons out of five. Actually, I like I like even numbers, so let's say out of six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just do ten. Three. No. Okay. Three. I give it three out of six. Three out of six Harrisons. Imagine tiny little Harrison heads, and three of them are lit up, and the other two are That's dim. That's really adorable. I know. Um... Is my hair up or down? Uh, how do you want your hair to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it in braids. Okay. Um, I'm going to do... I'm going to... Wow, we're setting such a precedent. I don't want to go too high. I feel like we have to be harsh. And also this involves some very serious testing, which I don't anticipate each movie will. Um, <laughs> you don't know. <clears throat> that's true, I don't. Maybe there's a Pippi Longstocking version. What? <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say four Harrisons out of six. That's beautiful. I am going to give it uh, three Kalas out of six Kalas. And the reason is because I think the CGI in it is very dated. And That's true. And then let this be a lesson to everyone. Yes. Practical effects are worth the money. They are worth the money. And also, it's pretty, if you're going to be doing human CGI, maybe don't. Because yeah, all the CGI of, of trolls and things of that nature looked fine. But whenever it was someone on a broomstick, it looked like absolute crap. Yeah. So three three Kayla's out of six. Kayla's. Did I say four or three? For You said four. For a somewhat faithful adaptation of a book I love very much. Okay, I'm going to recant one of my braided Harrisons. <laughs> I'm going to say three out of six. So we both, we agree. Yes. All right. In general, we agree. Yes. So moving forward, Mm -hmm. what we'd like to do is propose that if people want us to analyze a film with all of our wisdom, because we are full of it, inherently (laughs) just so smart. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about literally anything. All the time. What we'd like to do is, if you'd like to hear us talk about a film, bearing in mind that I think moving forward, we might have a little more structure. We will. But maybe not. <laughs> we can't guarantee anything. This no. is supposed to be this is the pilot. pretty cash. Yeah. What would you want us to analyze? Is it more Harry Potter? Is it definitely not? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, requested, I suppose. <laughs> Let us know. Follow us on iTunes. Rate us. Whatever all of those other podcasts say about getting sponsorship and feedback. What I really like is some sponsors because that'd be cool 
Um, I would like to be sponsored by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I would like to be sponsored by literally anything. I like (laughs) Ray-Bans. I like inflatable cockroach rafts that I can take in my pool, which I don't have. That's I like pools. Wait, I thought you were going to get a pool. Yeah, it didn't happen. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Next time, we'll talk about something else. Probably not Harry Potter. Probably not. Probably a horror movie, because let's be honest. It's almost Halloween. It's about to be September. It is almost Halloween. Yay! Spooks from here on out. Yes, I agree. Spooky scary. Thanks for listening. I'm Harrison. I'm Kayla. And we won't shut up. No, we won't. Nope. (laughs) Bye.